Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Bruce from 407 and Beyond Vacation Company, and tonight is another episode of the Disney Co. in the Know podcast. I am joined by Disney Co. in the Know contributors, Lydia. Hello, hello. And Elizabeth. Hi. And tonight, we are going to talk about all the news uh, regarding the park openings, big, big news from Universal. Um, this week, Disney Springs opened, and just earlier today, Disney Guest Relations uh, released a statement about Disney World uh, reopenings, and so we're going to touch on all of those, and then at the end, uh, just kind of wrap it up with a fun discussion on what we're looking forward to doing as soon as the parks reopen. So uh, before we jump into the news, just want to say that Disney Co. in the Know podcast is sponsored by 407 and Beyond Vacation Company, Disney and Universal experts who help plan your family's perfect vacation. So all you have to do is show up, have fun, and create family memories. Visit us on the web at www.407vacations.com. So, all right. So uh, just um, earlier this week, Universal submitted their plans to the Orange County, um, what, what is it, Economic Recovery Task Force um, about mm -hmm. reopening. And so, Elizabeth, why don't you give us uh, some more details on that? Okay. So like Bruce said, um, they submitted their plans and they were approved to start a four-day reopening process starting on June 1st until June 5th. Um, and I'm just going to read some notes here so I get it um, correct. Um, so the 1st of June, what that will allow is employees and special guests to come into the park. Um, and as noted, um, as we know through Disney Springs, you will be required to have a temperature check as well as be wearing a mask um, throughout the stay in the park. Um, and some of the measures that they're going to be implementing throughout those um, four days, um, they'll probably have virtual queues. Um, they'll probably have a limited capacity, temporary um, eliminate the single rider lines as well and they'll be providing more um, areas for hand washing um, throughout and sanitizing throughout the park um, and uh, the plans this these plans will go to the mayor and then they'll be passed on to the governor um, as well so it is a process that has to be um, um, taken for them and there's more like a lot more details that you can look into that's really just kind of the gist of it um, on 407vacations.com um, backslash in the know, um, a more detailed description, but that's pretty much what they're releasing information-wise currently. This is a little bit sooner than I anticipated. Um, I thought that we would be well into mid to late June uh, before we started doing this uh, phased reopening. So, um, you know, for those of you who have been waiting to get back into the parks, I mean, this is certainly um, exciting news. I think... Um the thing that I took away from it, it opened up, uh, Bruce, correct me if I'm wrong. What is it? City walk. Um, yeah. Universal city walk uh, opened up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They opened that a few, like a week prior to Disney Springs opening. Um, so they kind of saw how those measures were taking place. So they might've felt a little bit more comfortable. And then in reading the article as well, learning more about the precautions that they're taking, I personally thinking about it, I was thinking Universal isn't as like kid friendly in that sense. Like it's more like teenagers. So I don't know if that would have something to do with it. Like they're not having to be, um, maybe it's a more mature population potentially. So that might have something to do with it going there. So I don't no. know. I was just thinking why they would be open, trying to figure out 
creative ways is why they were opening sooner. So I think Florida as a whole is opening up, uh, is at the forefront of reopening. Because I saw on WFTV, a uh, station out of Orlando, that um, the governor said that they didn't have any COVID-19 deaths under the age of 25. And so that they felt comfortable starting to open up. I think he even said summer camps could open. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, it, it, it makes sense from that perspective that if the rest of the state's opening up, then the theme parks would have some sort of um, phased reopening. So I just want to reiterate, too, that masks will be required for all employees and guests. So that is not optional. Um, we've seen a lot on social media and on um, um, comments on posts about uh, folks saying they're not going to wear masks. Um, this is private property, just like Disney. <laughs> If you're going to be on property, you will be required to, to wear a mask. Um, I don't know what the measures will be if you are caught without one. I'm sure it'll be a friendly reminder or you will be asked to leave. Um, we have not heard anything on that front, um, what will happen if someone's caught without without wearing one. Uh, but yeah, Elizabeth like the, mentioned... The, the oh, new sayings like, no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. Exactly. So it's like, I that's how people that. just need to look at it. Like, they need to stop being like, I'm not going to wear a mask. Like, Guys, it's no different than putting a shirt on. Come on, you right. can do it. <laughs> and, and I know it's hot, but like, really, if we're, if we're getting back right. into theme parks in early June, at least at you know at Universal, then um, you know we're certainly not out of the woods with COVID nineteen. So I, I feel better if everyone's going through the precautionary uh, safety measures. So I'm hearing uh, from other sources is that. Um, any rides or any sort of attractions that are water-based or have water misters will not either be running or the, the water misters will be turned off. So um, I'm not well-versed in the spread of Corona, but um, I'm sure there's some some reason why the water features will be turned off. So. We'll probably do that if the mask gets wet. I mean, that's oh. going to be annoying, one, and probably is not going to be that protective barrier for people um, to have, or they'll be, you know, I can just imagine people hot, mask is wet, you know, they're getting upset, so maybe that's the thought. Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah, I know. about like the water parks. I, I, I can't imagine water that. parks are going to reopen, so I, I because, saw something on that, yeah. Yeah, um, because they're shutting down anything with water, uh, water-based, mm. that, that, I don't think that's. Yeah, can't really wear a mask and swim, <laughs> right? Like no. Scuba diving. <laughs> yeah, scuba everyone, diving. <laughs> everyone's gonna have scuba gear, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, snorkeling. That, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. of snorkeling. Yeah. <laughs> Going down that blizzard beach <laughs> slide at like five yeah. miles an hour with a snorkeling mask. On. Snorkel gear just flies off backwards. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. Uh, that's too funny. So. Um, so I did also see just one last point on this is um, they are encouraging cashless transactions. So if you do plan on entering the parks, I would say for, you know, at least the month of June at minimum, you know, try to or be prepared to pay with a debit card, a credit card, Apple Pay, Google Pay, gift cards, um, anything where you don't have to, you know, exchange money in cash. Um Universal said that they're prepared uh, for cash transactions, but they're they're hoping guests um, use cashless transactions, which I would think most people are probably already using cashless transactions. But unless they're like international, yeah, you know, like I mean, it's better to use cash if you're international. So 
probably that's why they can't completely restrict it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so good. Well, let's uh, let's transition from Universal and let's talk about what is already opened, and that is Disney Springs. Um, Disney Springs opened just this week, and so Lydia, do you have um, further detail on that? Yes. Yeah, so Disney Springs, um, they made like this forum announcement on um, May sixteenth about reopening and outlining some stuff that you know people are going to have to follow when they're. They're there at um, the shopping district and restaurant area. So um, it has been open and, um, you know, major things that are in place, very similar to what Universal is implementing, Um, you know, temperature screenings prior to entering anything over 104. um, They're going to ask you to leave your entire party also can't come in social distancing. So there's been markers on the ground, you know, people having to stay six feet apart. Um, extra hand washing, sanitizing stations, of course, credit is encouraged. And I think the biggest thing is their parking lots. So there's only a certain, uh, lots that you can park in, which is the orange and green lots. So just make a note of that. Um, and you can find more information about this on our website. Um, here, let me pull up the exact title of the, uh, Disney Springs, Disney Springs releases safety measures ahead of May 20th reopening. That's the name of the article. So, um, yeah, it's very similar to what Universal is implementing, so not too much different. And then in terms of, like, the restaurants and everything, so third-party restaurants and retail have been opened um, for a few days, and Disney-owned stores will open May 27th. So that's the only, like, major difference, which includes the World of Disney, Deluxe Burger, and Marketplace Co-op. Um, so like a few of the retail stores that are open, like anything from like anthropology to Pandora, um, Zara opened and I was like, Oh my gosh, maybe I'll fly down there and go because our Zara here is not yet open and it's breaking <laughs> my heart. So you um, know, I uh, I was following along uh the Disney Springs reopening um on social media and it was funny that on opening day on the twentieth, they had invited some folks out um to check it out on the nineteenth and to kind of um those who uh, who had broad reach news sources and um and then on the 20th the opening of the public and it was it was well um well filled uh you could say and um the line for chicken guy was so long i was like wow people are really missing uh chicken guy uh but i i was following along today and it looks like the crowds are super low um and it's really slow at disney springs today so i'm wondering if that was kind of like on the 20th, that was like an initial rush. Um, and you know, everyone was excited to get there and check it out. And obviously a lot of influencers, influencers were there. We, we did not go, um, check it out, but I just thought that was funny that now that it's open two days later, it looks pretty slow. So, um, well, I like, I said something to Casey earlier today and I was like, you know, stuff's opening, but I just, I've gotten so used to being, quarantined and like in my apartment that it's like why would I go out you know it's like I'm just this is like a new like so maybe it's just like people having to readjust to being like oh wait I can go to Disney Springs like those places are open just kind of reminding themselves that like wait this stuff's happening again (laughs) right and the uh the hand washing and sanitation stations are like foot pumps and so you can Mm um wash your hands throughout the uh throughout the shopping centers um 
And one good thing about, you know, World of Disney opening up on the 27th is the Shop Disney site has been like overloading um, and like crashing. And so maybe that'll alleviate some of the uh, online right. shopping. But um, I did see that uh, new chairman of Parks and Resorts, uh, Josh Tomorrow, um, appeared on Thursday, um, was taking photos with guests, of course, uh, six feet apart. But it's just so great to see. Right. <laughs> well, that's your that's arms exactly out like. what it was. Yeah. Um, I, I just have to say when it when it comes to Josh Tamar being chairman of Parks and Resorts, it's so great to see him out and about that he is known for that. He's known for um being a, a favorite of guests. And so him in this new role, um, if you're unaware, he's president of uh Walt Disney World and uh, came from Disneyland and now is chairman of all parks and resorts and uh I think he is the, the the keeper of Disney parks and I'm not surprised that he was out there on Thursday. And so nice. we look, we look forward to, to, to seeing him in that role. Um, and I think seeing but, him in that role, I love following him on Instagram and mm -hmm. seeing him um, throughout the parks. And I think that gives people also like a sense of like, okay, Disney's doing, you know, the safety measures, like, um, the employees, uh, not only are cast members from working to register here, but the, you know, the chairman is coming and to the parks and they're feeling comfortable with it as well. And I think that's a really good, um, good for Disney to see that. Right. I mean, yeah. that would be horrible if they were like, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, have fun guys, but not me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Our... But to your point, Bruce, too, about the lower crowds, um, I was thinking kind of like what Lydia was saying with having lower crowds because, you know, it is become kind of just like normal does not right. go out. Like you don't even think about it anymore. Like, oh, I'll just buy it online. Like you don't even think twice about mm -hmm. it or I'll just order my food um, and kind of normalizing sitting at a restaurant. But I think that's just like true to Disney. Um, you know, we've gone to openings before from Pandora to Rise of the Resistance and that initial rush of like being so excited is always there and then it does kind of back off, which is nice. So if you are one that I think is hesitant to go to Disney Springs or, you know, start experiencing the parks, this is probably a really smart time to go because it's probably not as um, like chaotic. Um, so this might be a good time to check it out, see how you feel going into the parks. I know a lot of people are complaining about wearing the mask. So this might be a time to, you can check it out, try it, see how it works for you. Um, and if it doesn't, um, you know, making an alternative plan. But I think this is maybe, it's kind of nice that it's slowed down so you can kind of see how it's functioning. Yeah. And I'm sure like they'll keep, like even after the pandemic, I'm sure they'll keep like, like why would they not keep the hand sanitizing stations there? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. It just seems like that a lot of stuff that's coming out of this is like, wait, why wouldn't we just take the extra precautions to be healthy and safe? Yeah. So, you know, it's probably, there's always a silver lining. So and Lydia, that's it. To, to your point, um, I, I could definitely see these um, health and safety measures continuing throughout the summer and into the fall. Now I could mm -hmm. see eventually them starting to tick back um, and, and knock some of these off, but I, it's not going to be like we, we wake up one day and all of these measures are going to be gone. So right. I would imagine the six feet could stick around for a little bit. The virtual cues could definitely stick around a little bit. Um, I would imagine at some point the mask uh, requirement loosens up a little bit and becomes more of a suggestion and uh, a recommendation. 
um, and then capacity. Or maybe for the population. Sorry, right, like, like the just, populations that are more sensitive, needing to wear the masks, uh, um, mm -hmm. others who aren't in that category. Um, and then the other thing so I was like, going to show your ID to see how old you are. Yeah. <laughs> you do when you're 21. It'll be the, no, it'll be the first <laughs> time that like el uh, people in like older people. generations are going to have fake IDs. Sir, are you 65? Yeah. No, I'm 64. <laughs> Just to clarify, virtual queues, I'm assuming that's like you sign up for a time slot. Yes, and exactly. And then you go. So Volcano Bay at Universal, this is how they do the majority of the queues for the rides over there. Uh, and so you pretty much kind of like scan in or reserve a time and then you come back in that window. So, uh, okay. so you don't wait in that's lines and, and they keep the lines down. So they're, they're looking to implement that on attractions. Uh, and that's universal. And we don't know about okay. how they're going to handle queues quite yet at Disney, other than um, they're going to have physical distancing markings on the ground. Yeah. When we went to, um, rise of the resistance it's a virtual queue um it was um prior to all of this and when we got off that that was the first time experiencing a virtual queue and we absolutely loved it it's different than a fast pass um and just because of the way that it's set up um like bruce explained but it's so nice and you're not on top of people so you know we even had mentioned i remember getting off that ride and saying oh we would love if all of the rides were kind of like this so I think this is in a way silver lining again trying to maybe push them into the future a little bit um with how the ride experience and the overall park experience right. um will be Disney does do a good job though at making their queues interactive I mean especially mm -hmm. in the past few years so um I just hope everyone cooperates like that's just yes. what I'm worried about like I just don't want people like you know, fist fights or screaming matches breaking out because someone's not wearing a mask or someone's not standing six feet apart from someone it's like guys just follow the rules <laughs> yeah I, I i think we're really gonna have to give disney employees and cast members and the same goes for uh universal orlando um mm -hmm. cast and employees a lot of leeway and credit and patience because i can only imagine what they're going to be you know handling come june and july so right. Um, and I, tip I, your waiters <laughs> I've been seeing yes. stuff like that they're like these poor people <laughs> tip them <laughs> I know they've been out of work and so uh, yeah. I'm sure they're excited to be back at work and I think we as guests should um, you know definitely appreciate what they're doing um, being there and then have a lot of patience because I'm sure they're going to have um, a, a wide variety of guests who right. um, either support health and safety or not so um, so anyway so um let's move on from that um and i the only thing i want to add to our news uh this week is that the disney guest relations team um just earlier this afternoon released a statement about um some insight into their reopenings so um what they said in their statement which is um which will be posted on our uh, blog page here shortly is that um, even though you can make reservations um, and bookings starting July 1st, that um, it's a fluid situation and Disney is still playing it um, by ear and seeing how everything um, transpires. And so uh, pretty much they said that even though you can make a booking starting July 1st, that um, that doesn't mean that the parks are reopening July 1st. So I think there was some speculation that because you could make a reservation then that, oh, the parks must be opening then. And Disney's saying, no, um, you know, 
you can, yes, you can't make a reservation, but it still could be canceled. Um, and speaking of cancellations, um, the latest so far that I think um, vacations have been canceled is through like June 13th, June 15th. Um, people, guests have started to receive confirmations that their trip has been canceled. So, um, so it's definitely, Disney is still not releasing a date yet. But um, even though we've received mixed news reports, I do know that Disney was presenting their reopening plan to the Orange County Economic um, recovery task force. They needed an acronym. Um, <laughs> and, um, soon e either today or, or next week. So, um, I do think that we'll start getting some, some potential dates for, um, phased reopenings at Disney. So, um, but that, it, that was a released, um, announcement just earlier today. So any, any thoughts yeah. on that? It seems like they're not necessarily, um, jumping on board with Universal's dates quite yet. And, um, I mean, they probably just have a lot, like there's more logistics, I feel with yeah. Disney, you know, it's, it's a larger park, it's a larger company. So yep. in terms they have of like surface parks. area, <laughs> yeah. yeah. they have four parks that yeah. they have to manage for load workers. hotels. Um, it's a much larger operation than universal. Right. Um, yeah. and so I think that they have to take a lot into consideration there. Um, and I think it's, you know, in a way it makes me glad that they're not kind of jumping on board and just trying to, because I know sometimes, you know, being an outsider, you see the competitive nature of like Universal and Disney. Um, of course, they're competing entities. Um, but I'm kind of glad to see Disney is not like rushing and they're coming out and saying, look, we are really going to make this safe because we want the guests to experience a really good experience when they come back it's not going to be the same magic at the beginning like it we felt you know when the park shut down in march but we're going to try to you know get as safe and as fun as possible and i think that they have to do that and they have to really consider a lot going into it <laughs> yeah and i think part of that consideration is for multiple reasons uh disney tends to be kind of the gold standard um, or at least the company that everybody loves to critique. And I right. think that they, they know that, that um, if some, you know, if they don't do it right, that they're going to get bad press um, for it because they are that standard bearer um, of entertainment and parks. So um, I think that has to probably weigh in on that decision. And to that, you know, um, I know a lot of Florida is just one state. Um, you know, they also have to think about Disneyland um, out in California. And a lot of these states are still in shelter in place. Um, we in Ohio are opening up. Um, we're in phase one. And I think that with Disney, like Bruce said, is such a big um, company. A lot of other, you know, medium, large companies are kind of going to look at Disney and see what their standards are because mm -hmm. of um, their success. And you know, I know a lot of like companies will use Disney as like training purposes for their employees. So I think they're going to maybe kind of use like the same standards here of um, what is their protocol? What is their safety measures? Like what is all of that? So um, I think Disney's kind of like the, like it will be like a ripple effect across not just entertainment, but also, you know, hotels, opening smaller theme parks, restaurants, that sort of thing. So. Yeah. Right. All I, all I have to say to, to wrap that up is in Josh tomorrow, we trust. So, <laughs> so yeah, anything, uh, anything else you guys uh, want to discuss or, or want to add to those? I think, 
people should just be aware that like even though stuff's reopening, it's great, it's awesome. Um, virus is still out there, so that's why these things are still happening. All these precautions are in place, and just remember that, guys, and stay yes. safe. Yes, I mm-hmm. that that's that's great. The, the the pandemic is still going on, even though people are bored, right? So yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yes, we're we are so happy that parks are starting to reopen, or at least have plans to reopen, um, because we miss them as much as our guests and our clients at F four hundred seven. But at the same time, we fully appreciate all the health and safety measures that they're they're implementing. So so guys, um, all this talk um, about parks reopening, we, we we've covered um, you know Disney Springs Universal's reopening plan, um, the Disney announcement. Let's just briefly talk about some of our favorite things in theme parks, um, and, and not down in the weeds and details like we we've done on other episodes but i want to know from you guys first off lydia i didn't get to say this earlier but your shirt is awesome so thank you uh, it came out when the the dumbo live picture came out which Uh, is not my favorite live one i mean i love (laughs) Danny DeVito, doesn't it but um (laughs) definitely uh had some really cute merchandise come with that so i encourage like starring the internet if that's still available (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and if you are uh, if you are listening on iTunes and, and not watching on YouTube, Lydia has a striped shirt on um, with Dumbo coming out of the pocket. So um, I, I think well, like, and then when you like move the pocket down, like his little baby legs are still there. <laughs> it's not like it's cut off with the pocket. That's pretty cute. That is fun. Um, yeah, so a quick little description there for uh, our audio listeners. So uh, and Elizabeth, your shirt is uh, yeah. great too. So. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all right anyways enough enough of the apparel talk uh for now so uh let me let me ask uh you guys so uh, what is your favorite park right now um and we'll say let's keep this one to disney so um and and i i i qualify that question with right now because of course um you know i can always change um and one year it's this the next year it's that so, Lydia, if you were going to go to a park for one day, you only had one day, what park are you going to? Um, I might just go basic in the Magic Kingdom. Like, I know that I, I've always had a soft spot for Epcot, but I just absolutely love sitting, like, on Main Street at the end of the day with all the lights on and, like, watching everyone leave and just, like, sitting there. Like, that's probably, like, my favorite absolute thing to do in Disney World. So I would, like, sacrifice all the screaming children. No, that's not (laughs) bad. I mean, it sounds like I'm killing them. No, like, I would, you know, endure all the screaming children throughout the day (laughs) in order to have that great experience at the end where I'm sitting on Main Street. I don't kill children. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, we're not sacrificing anyone or anything. Um, she meant that she would put up with the, the crowds at Magic Kingdom. So mm-hmm. too, too funny. Um, Elizabeth, what about you? Okay, so overall, like Lydia, my favorite park at Epcot overall. But currently, I am absolutely loving studios. Um, recently, I would say within the last year, very big Star Wars fan. So I'm absolutely loving... Um, the new uh, Galaxy's Edge, absolutely love it. Um, I also just really like um, Toy Story Land. I like the rides over there. I think Slinky Dog is super fun. And then I like walking down um, the different, um, like Hollywood Boulevard, and I like just the, the feeling over there. And um, I would say right now that's probably my favorite. 
Um, good, good. Um, I would say right now, if I could go to one park, it'd probably be Animal Kingdom. Um, so I guess we're, we're making the rounds. Um, and our we're going choices. solo. The park. Yeah, everyone's going <laughs> solo. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but speaking of, of favorite parks, what's your favorite park icon? So if um, the Epcot ball is the icon at Epcot and Cinderella's Castle, the Tree of Life, and we'll say Hollywood Tower of Terror over at Hollywood Studios, um, or if you have a real affinity for um, the, the Chinese theater, you can choose that. But um, what's your favorite park icon right now? Um, probably. Say, go ahead, this. No, go ahead. I I was called the golf ball because that's what I called it when mm-hmm. I was little. But you know, it's Spaceship Earth, so yeah. probably you know the Epcot um, icon is my favorite. It's just I love how it looks. Like it's so mm. structurally interesting. And oh yeah, yeah they're, they're all in your cup. Okay. And um, I love like the engineering behind it. How there's not any like beams in it. It's all like through those shapes of connecting it. So it's like a giant puzzle. And it's so pretty at night because they put purple lights up on it and it like looks really cool. And yeah, I, I love it. So, and beautiful landscaping say- up front. I love mm-hmm. that yeah. yeah. And all the new renovations um, at the mm-hmm. park entrance. Elizabeth, what about you? Um, I'm going to say Cinderella's Castle. Um, they just repainted it and they redid, they like made it look really, really nice. So I cannot wait to see what that looks like eventually when the park opens back up again. Um, but my favorite Disney character is Cinderella. And I love that you can go into her castle and eat. So it's always going to be that one. <laughs> can you still stay in like, do they sell that lottery system where you can get their so, room? I think that is for like promotional and like special, special guests now. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember that happened and I was like, I will win this lottery. And then I did like <laughs> nothing hey. to try to even get in the lottery. <laughs> Lydia's like, Lydia's like, I will sacrifice to get into the castle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no surprise. I've talked about it in earlier shows, but I think mine is uh, the tree of life. Um, oh well perfect because i have that right here oh, <laughs> oh nice it's like, it's like this is too bad giant. i don't have like the magic kingdom mug. Yeah. Just pretend we have some product placement going on uh, I, I i i love the tree of life um i i love it being the cue for it's tough to be a bug um uh one of uh my favorite attractions and um i love all the animals carved into the side and now they have the nighttime projections up on the cat or on yeah, that's cool. Up on the tree. Cool. So. But that ride is scarring. There's bees poking you in the back. It's like Check out our podcast, Fast Pass Strategies for Animal Kingdom, and yes. you will hear how much I hate that ride. So I actually, hate that ride. Let, me, let me ask, Ben, let me ask, if you could get rid of one attraction in any park, um, what would it be? And I would have to percent. say it's tough to be a bug. Bug. That's Seriously? the yeah. That is the ride attraction that I I think that they could have done so many cuter things with. Um, it's a bug's life, and that is not one of them. Um, That's brutal. And so <laughs> they could have made it like a really cute, you know, like I don't know, throwing it back uh, quite a few years. Honey, I shrunk the kids used to have a part I mean, they could have stood on a bug's life thing but not have bees attack your back and a chair or spiders 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, or smelly yeah. stink bugs. I cannot mm-hmm. endorse these viewpoints. <laughs> I love yeah. this attraction. Um, but I, I know what you mean. Um, some folks really don't. I, I, I get it. So, uh, mm-hmm. Lydia, what about you? Um, oh, gosh. Man, that's tough. I don't know if there's, like, any ride that I hate that I, like, refuse to get on. I do hate the tough to be a bug. Oh, right. I, 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 I won't get on that one. Like that's one mm-hmm. ride where I'm like, I'm not getting on that. Like yeah. everything else I'll be like, I'll get on. So I don't want to like just follow you and soup this. But like, honestly, I think that's the only ride where I'm like, I'm not getting on this. Like you can't pay me mm-hmm. enough money. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's funny. The barn um, is a close. Oh, okay, I like I that. I like mm. that. I was going to, I, I thought it, country bear Jamboree is not there anymore. Is it? It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I won't go in there. That's. Oh, no. I don't like that. <laughs> the the animatronics scare me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. These are these are classics on the top of my list. <laughs> and that was like, oh. a, that one's a long time Disney one. I know that one's been in the parks for a really long time. So people probably hate me for saying that. But I do like what the one bear says. It's pretty funny. The one female bear. What's she say, Bruce? Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of quotes, but uh, we'll keep There's it. some where it's like, Hmm. All I'm the not guys sure that's that the... turn her on, turn her down, and <laughs> yeah, like, there, there's a couple of lines in for, there that uh, yeah. So um, 2020, but... but that's a good show too. Uh, mine is unequivocally primeval world over at Dino Land USA mm-hmm. and animal or yeah, in Animal Kingdom. Um, for those spinny ride, yeah, it just spins. I love that. Comes to oh, I I would get rid of that in a heartbeat. We got on there. I've only been on it a couple, well, twice, I think, um, because the first time was such an awful experience for me. Uh, I was like, and then years later, I'm like, oh, I'm sure I'm misremembering that. Like, that couldn't have been that bad. Um, second time was worse. So uh, <laughs> I'm That's not getting back on that attraction. <laughs> oh, you know what else I hate? Uh, maybe I do hate a few things. I don't like the Finding Nemo musical. Everyone is obsessed with it. Oh, and go I, back and watch our uh, Animal Kingdom Fast Pass show. That is Evan and Val's favorite. <laughs> that song that show in is the amazing. Big Blue World. I like have nightmares with that playing in the background. Like I hate <laughs> oh. that song. Yeah, mm, I'm sorry. I love it. I love the movie. Um, love Finding Dory. Lydia, uh, try uh, move your headphones forward just a bit. I think they're hitting your earrings. Yeah, let's, so let's better. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I can't believe that, um, that is on your, uh, yeah. list, so that's like one thing where, when we're at the parks with families and they're like, Oh, let's go see the Nemo show. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just go sit on this bench. Like oh, I didn't do that last time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really don't like watching it. <laughs> Sitting yeah. on a bench versus seeing the, I'd rather much mm-hmm. rather people watch. And than, yeah. yeah. And, in, in la- one of last week's videos, um, or just posted earlier this week, in fact, um, we, we deem that the best show on property. So it's good to have it's good to have another perspective on um, on that on that show. Yeah. So um, let me ask just a couple of uh, other um, fun questions. It, what is your uh, what's going to be your go to resort the next time you're down at Disney. So this doesn't have to be your favorite resort. Um, but just the next time that you're going down after the reopening plans are announced, uh, which resort are you going to um, want to try to stay in? 
And of course, I, the Poro Sound and Beyond vacation planner, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so De- Bruce, correct me, the Coronado Tower. Um, Grand Estino Tower? Yes. We um, had our trip booked for there um, with 407 Vacation. Um, and it was canceled in March. And I was so looking forward to staying there. Um, it was going to be my birthday. And I was so looking forward to it. We had gone at Christmas time. We've stayed at Coronado before, but we had never stayed in the tower. And the tower, we had friends staying in the tower and we went and visited. And it is absolutely magnificent it is a gorgeous gorgeous lobby hotel um the connection over the the order part of coronado is is awesome um to experience like the food options over there but i was so looking forward to that and it crushed my heart knowing that we could not go um so definitely would go there and uh lydia what about you I've always wanted to stay at Art of Animation. I know, like, there's been mixed reviews around it. That's the name of it, right? hmm Yeah. Um, I know, like, there's been mixed reviews with some of it. People are, like, it's very, like, like families of, like, 12 stay there. So it's a rowdy bunch. But I just love, like, I've never even been inside of it. So I mm-hmm. just want to, like, go see, like, what it looks like. And, like, I always love checking out, like, the pools. So um, I would love to, like, go there. And uh, Casey... He, you know, loves all the art and all that stuff. So I think that would be like a cool experience for us to check that out together. So Lydia, um, I am excited to tell you that when the next time you stay at Art of Animation and you do enjoy going to the pool, the pool plays music underwater and um, it is Finding Nemo themed. So you're going to get that musical in your pool experience. (laughs) Is it like the pretty, like, is it the pretty, like, um... Music no, it's movie. It's a blue world. Yeah, <laughs> is it really? It's, it's the musical. Loop. Yeah, six minutes. No, you're loop. you're joking, right? <laughs> yeah, I am joking, but it, it is called the Big Blue Pool, um, mm-hmm. and it is Finding Nemo themed, and they do play water under music. But um, that is a great That's resort. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. It is a value resort. Um, sometimes it does have moderate resort pricing because, as you say, um, they do have a lot of suites for. Um, bigger sized families, uh, families with several kids um, or or family members going. So um, sometimes it does kind of dip into that moderate resort price range, but um, definitely a good resort. And I'm going to try to stay at the boardwalk again. Um, That is one of my favorite resorts generally, but it is also closest to my favorite park. uh, Well, my favorite park, ultimately Epcot. um, And I can walk over to Hollywood Studios and hang out in Galaxy's Edge. So um, due to location, I think that's where I would like to stay um, as soon as the parks reopen. So um, any uh, any hypotheticals or questions you guys wanna ask or, or, or are we good? I know what's gonna be the off. first food item? I was gonna ask that, that. what's the first gonna... food yeah. station you're running to to get food? Mm, um, that means I have to narrow it down to my favorite like go to the park, right the first go part to the I'll park. go to and then okay, the I love the mini corn dogs like deep hot dogs you think they're bomb there you go. so mm-hmm. I love that and then I like yeah I think that's that would be my first so meal. Casey's Casey's corner there for mm-hmm. Lydia um for me I think I'm going to try to go with a Disney classic and maybe get a Dole Whip um I'll sneak my yeah, I think so. I think Don't so. do that, guys. And, and uh, what's that? 
I said, I'll sneak the rum in because it's like oh, the only yeah. way I like them. And I was like, yeah, Polynesian. Guys. Yeah, yeah. We, we're not endorsing that either, Lydia. Uh, <laughs> Lydia is full of ideas. Check out her latest article on the blog, Things You Shouldn't Do at Disney. Um, Sneaking um, alcohol, not wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, all the. I'm uh, gonna say, um, speaking of alcohol, um, we just did a podcast, and it should be coming out soon. Of drinking around the world with Evan and Val, and I mentioned um, this multiple times throughout the podcast. But my favorite alcoholic drink at me is the spicy blueberry margarita from the Mexico Pavilion, and. I probably mentioned daily in our house. I wish I could have one of those right now. So I'm definitely going to say that would be the first item um, that I would be going and getting All once right. the parks reopen. <laughs> All right. Very good. Very good. Well, uh, for those watching and listening, we apologize for some of our connection issues and our um, audio issues. So thanks for bearing with us today. Oh no no! It was all. It was definitely. Oh, all go earringless awesome. next time. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, your, your <laughs> earrings were fine. Um, we're definitely just having some connection issues between the three of us. So um, so thanks for watching. Uh, please subscribe to our channel on iTunes at Disney Co. in the Know. And please subscribe to us on YouTube at Disney Co. in the Know. We appreciate you guys subscribing and following along um, and joining in on the discussion. So, um, you know, please um, put in the comments any questions or comments you have. We'd love to hear uh, your thoughts and your opinions on on all of this. Follow us on Facebook at 407 Beyond Vacation Company. And um, yeah, and please join in on the discussion. Until next time, thanks for being on the show. And uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. See you real Bye. soon. Bye.